Welcome back to the podcast with Sharon Shades, the podcast, season one, the Renaissance podcast, episode two, our favorite reality TV show. Don't click. You guys came here for real. You're going to get it. No doubt. No doubt. Thank you for clicking on episode two. You guys uh, don't know how appreciative we are of it. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> good morning shades good morning schmo how are you doing a little upset i mean i know that Tell we weren't going and i know that we weren't going to talk about but oh. let's address the elf in the room all right uh, you sure yeah yeah uh, right, i'm pretty sure uh, we don't hide anything from you guys. Go ahead. We had only nine, nine listeners for last week's podcast. And to be honest, that's a disgrace. Schmo and I work really hard day no in doubt. and day out. No doubt. And we can't get simple support from you guys to listen to the podcast in its entirety. You won't have to be fully listening to ours. Guys. That's the beauty of our podcast, guys. All we ask is that you just put it on the background. Put it on the background while you're doing other things. Just Yep. Yep. Guys, come on. From those who like actually listen to it, we've received no questions, no comments, or no reviews from you guys. So we don't know what to work on. We had we had to self-scout our own podcast, and I had to realize myself that this microphone was not working you guys so, didn't tell me that we don't know what to guys, improve on you know how many times we had to listen to our podcast over and over again it, uh, tell them tell them even i'd even argue probably eight times we together and then on our own time we listened to it over and over again and we we're trying to get better guys and, and what was the average listening time i forgot 30 seconds it's pathetic it is pathetic that you guys are showing no support to us. <sighs> Calm down. Calm down. It's all right. all right. We'll get through. We, we still love you guys, but let's, let's be honest. Enough is enough. Let's get into the topic for today, which is our favorite reality TV show. Our favorite reality TV show is... It's Survivor. Survivor. So some of you might be asking, what is Survivor? Well, Survivor has been on air since 2000 and has run 40 seasons. The most recent season named Winners at War and the contestants, 16 through 20, go to an island. Jeff Probst is the host. You mean the guy who wears like the bad shorts and the blue t-shirt with his sleeves rolled up and the weird hat. That's him, the same guy who uh, denied coming on our show. He, uh, Why did he decline? <laughs> let's just say he uh, respectfully declined. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you know what we mean. <laughs> <laughs> Locations in the past have been Borneo, the Amazon, Samoa, most recently, Fiji. At the beginning of the game, there are two tribes consisting of either eight, nine, or ten members each. Yep. 
Okay, uh, the, the two tribes compete against each other for rewards to help keep them strong, as well as compete against each other for immunity. That's where we've heard the line before. <laughs> Let's keep the tribe strong. We have to keep the keep, tribe keep strong. Tri that's right. That's right. The team that wins immunity challenge avoids tribal council. At tribal council, the losing team has to vote one of their, all, their own members off the island. At the midway point of the game, usually when there are around 10 to 13 contestants left, the two tribes merge. They merge together, becoming one, one tribe, one tribe where you have to differentiate differentiate each other amongst each other to win the game. I'll take it from here. From there, the Mui challenges individual as only one person is safe from tribal council when there are th three people left. Or two in older seasons. The members voted out post-merge. Vote for the winner out of the three people. Or two in older seasons. The contestant with the most votes is a sole survivor and earns the title of winning that season. They also earn one million dollars. But let's be honest, it's probably like six hundred k once the president of that season he takes, takes it. it. Taxes, taxes. Yeah, I mean, taxes. Guys, if you want us to do pathetic. an episode, if you guys want us to do an episode on taxes, guys, I mean, we're up for it. We got a lot to say about it. Yeah, no, no doubt. Let's continue. It has been proven that anybody can win Survivor if they outwit, outplay, or outlast. So Shades, after talking about the show for a bit, what makes it our favorite reality TV show? Why do we love the show? Other than other reality TV shows. Uh, yes, yes. Demonstrates uh, a microcosm of society where uh, oh. hmm. it represents the world in a TV show. It's not like other reality TV shows like Too Hot to Handle or the amazing race when or, we're watching big brother big brother yeah yeah when we're watching survivor we think of it as our own life guys I, I can't tell you how many times i've i've just finished an episode just finished a season of survivor and then later that day i i think wow this i can really apply to my life guys can you uh, uh, give our audience an example um, an example. Uh, let let me think. Um, well, I know that for a fact that every like, especially in the last five seasons, like at the midway point of the season, something happens and it's not even that dramatic. Mm -hmm. And Jeff says at tribal council, "Wow, wow." Wow. Yes, yes. He's like, isn't this just great? This is how this show was just transferring. This is how it's a microcosm of society. It's and a microcosm of society, guys. Th then there's like one contestant who speaks up about her own personal life or his own personal life and how they relate it to the show. And, you know, Jeff, Jeff Probst tries to show that there's a connection, but most of the, most of the time, the audience is just like, what that, that's i mean that's exactly how i reacted some to get get back maybe to an example an example 
sometimes I'll I'll be watching I'll be watching the show and and I'll see somebody it's late at night it's late at night and they'll they'll think how about we go out go out into the world and <laughs> go out where go out are, into are the they, world are they try and are they already outside find something try and they already find outside? something try and find something that will help them they will go out into the world and try and explore find it into the explore chaos the world yep yes into the chaos and try and bring something out of that chaos of the forest something that they what need. chaos what's the chaos the forest is the chaos and they try and bring something out and and is there what would you say is that thing that they're looking for in the forest at late at night they'll try and find something what is it perhaps a, a hidden amusial you you hit the the head with the nail you mean like the hammer with the nail or and well let me ask you a question shades yeah okay. uh, do, do you... yeah okay would would do you think we would be good at the show do you think we would be good at the show survivor i know i would be good at the show i don't know about you hmm. you have to find but it within yourself the producers be... the producers seem to think you would be good at the show uh are we gonna talk about uh, this guys we don't hide anything from you guys I, i'm gonna bring it up i'll bring it up all right well well, let's address the elf in the room. All right. Shades, did you or did you not make it to the finals of auditions for the show? I did. But it was a long... Tell me about and it. It was a long and tedious process. Let me... So, just start one day... Just start from the beginning. One night after watching a season... 35 season 34 episode of survivor game changers i was like you know what i really want to be part of this show i think i can make it better what made you think that that you would be a good fit was there something about your personality something something about the show that you were interested i just thought that i was a better player better person than everyone on that season if you look at season 34 and look at the final three the final three was sarah lucina brad culpepper and <laughs> i know me meme city right and troy zan and i felt like i was a better player than two out of three and who's, the winner the winner the really the winner, you thought the winner. She, she really annoyed me. She really annoyed me, but she she is a good player, as she most recently showed in Survivor Season Forty. But I just felt I was a better personality than these people. I was a better person, better player. So I went on my laptop, searched for Survivor auditions, and they wanted me to make a five minute video to demonstrate my personality to show your. Your entire self in five minutes on a video? I know. Rigorous, right? So what what I did what I did was uh, I figured that all these buffoons are gonna make videos of themselves seeing worms in their backyard. So that's what I would do. 
Exactly. That's my point. So I changed my approach. Hold on. <laughs> I know I know it was a low blow, but Hold on. you know what I mean. So I figured I'd change my approach, change the approach of everyone. So I sat in a room like this podcasting, right. where I usually podcast, of course, stared That's at the screen. The podcast room. Stared at the camera and just talked about myself for five minutes and how I would be able to change the game for the better. What are my personality traits? How who are can you? I talk who is, with other people? Who is Shades? Who is Shades? Could, I could actually, you give us a glimpse, a glimpse into what, what, what you this the kind of, the kind of stuff you talked about on the well, on the audition video. Season thirty four was the point in time in Survivor history when hidden immunity idols were at all time high. They're just coming out yes, yes. everyone's back pocket and all these advantages and all this other crap. And I took the opposite approach. I'm going to be an aggressive player. There's no doubt about that. But I, I don't need these that's, that's uh, I don't need these advantages circling all around me. I can use my wit. I can use your, my your smarts. Play. Your my play. intelligence. Yes, my outplay portion. I can win challenges. There is no doubt about that. As you know me, Schmel, I am a physical specimen. That's for sure. Yeah. So I basically just explained all this to the Survivor producers in my video that I don't care about being a big target because everyone at that time, they're like, I got to lower my threat level, all this. You don't need it. You don't need it. Yeah. I'm like, why not make the show entertaining for the fans? Like, all these people are like, I have to lower my threat level. I have to play this game in this cookie-cutter way. And to be honest, I wouldn't want to do that. I mean, a million dollars sounds good and all, but let's be honest, it's only 600 k And it's an adventure of a lifetime. So I'm going to give it my all out there. and Show, show them what you got. Show them everything. For me, Shades it wasn't got. all about winning. Yep. If I play a really hard game and got to the final five, that's better than playing a like a, a playing like a mouse and winning the game, in my opinion. So, I, I guess this is sort of what the producers liked about you. They thought they thought you were. I'm, I'm a straight. Real. They thought yeah, you were I'm real. A, and, I'm a straight shooter. I would say. I think that's what they loved about me. So, later on that month, I got a call and they're like shades we're really interested in you uh perhaps are you interested in the show still i'm like yeah totally totes so they gave me like uh what's the word an invitation you know ah, what an invitation yes, yes. is an invitation an rsvp you had to rsvp to to say they, whether or not you were going to be there for the auditions, final auditions yeah they were in los angeles and that's my first time ever going to la wow my dad and I went, and my dad was really proud of me. He's like, "You made it." Give them, give them all, give them your all, Tiger. He said exactly that. Wow. And when I walked into that uh, audition room, there was like sixty other contestants beside me. I, I, to be honest, I felt pretty overwhelmed. And part of like when I'm nervous and a little jittery, 
I like to talk and chat with my other uh, yes to members. To break the ice. Break the ice. Yes, <laughs> I love that saying. That's a great saying. Yes, yes. But they said that we're not allowed to talk to other members because what? Yeah, I mean, think about it. if you talk to other members, you can start the beginnings of an alliance and what. So you weren't even allowed to talk to other people? Nope. We had to be quiet all day. And So you uh, got into the audition room. Yeah. Got into the audition it was pretty room. late. It was pretty late. It was like around 9, 30 p.m. Which you is were, pretty I mean, late That's your bedtime. Me. Yeah, it's pretty <laughs> much your bedtime. And I went in. I was nervous, but I wasn't that bad after waiting all day. I mean... A little the longer jittery. you wait, the better. Yeah, a little clammy. That, that's the perfect word. Clammy. Uh-huh. Yeah, very clammy. <laughs> and I walked in the room. There was like 50 CBS producers. Jeff Probst was there. What? Yes, he, he was there. And they asked me questions like the same questions in my uh, audition video to see if I would waver. It was like a a criminal okay. investigation. Yes. An, an interrogation. Interrogation. Yeah. Who you they, are. Are you really the man in the video? Is that who we're putting on the show? I mean, it, it wasn't. Well, yeah. Is my personality like the man in the video? And they wanted to see me. And in the video, I said I was strong. And I do know. I, I know I'm strong. But they need to know. They need to know themselves. And when you have 50 people staring at you with a big white light shining on your face that'll that'll take something out of you (laughs) and i guess they didn't like my presence i guess they were intimidated they were intimidated they they weren't intimidated i think it was more that i was intimidated by them and it just didn't work out i answered all their questions in a confident manner but it wasn't the same confidence i showed on the video you know to show that same confidence, mm, mm. that person that they thought was did, going did to you, the island. Did you say anything? Say any anything to offend them? Uh, I might have said something, but it wasn't that bad. It wasn't. Oh, uh, well, we'll skip that. We'll skip it. Okay. We'll, cut, we'll cut this out. All right. Uh, okay. Well, all right. We'll move on. We'll move on. Uh, but so. that was that was it. That was my experience. Uh, they asked and me the yeah. same questions that Did you ever get I was word prepared back from for. Them? Ever get word back from them? Yeah, they said I didn't make the cut, but better luck next year. So I still haven't gone anything back. I'm thinking of making another audition video soon because I, I do think right. when I'm when, when I'm out happens, there on that yeah. island, I think I'll be able to do some stuff and really play change the, the game. game. Change the game. Change the game for the better. I mean. Currently, we're having all these. How do I say this? Mouses. Don't. We have all these mouses wow. out there, where they're scared, they're intimidated by others, they're yeah. trying to lower their to, threat level. I hate to call out names, but but the player of the of recent season, um, uh, I'd like to I'd like to get your thoughts on him. I, I uh, who. In the media has has been said to be a a mouse a mouse in in some <laughs> in some manners, 
Season 39, are you aware? Tommy, uh, Tommy, Tommy Sheehan. All right. I think he played an excellent game, one of the best games that Survivor's ever seen. But hmm, interesting. did that farewell for the viewer, for the audience? Did they enjoy watching him? And I'm going to say right now, no, they didn't. It was too boring of a game. See, like, you didn't either. I mean, I thought he could have been a little more entertaining, but he was just this tall redhead that played the game really well, and he intentionally lost immunity challenges so he could lower his threat level. And he did everything he could to win, but that doesn't make good TV. And let me remind you, Survivor is a television show. A reality television show. People and watch it to be entertained. They're not there to learn a lesson. They're not there to win, guys. Well, they're there to be entertained. I guess maybe maybe next time, next time you go through the auditions, uh, you guys know shades. Maybe we can get a hashtag going. A hashtag get shades on the on Survivor. Get shades. Uh, on Survivor. Thanks, guys. How that would mean a lot. <laughs> maybe we can get that going. And we'll think about it. On the bottom of the screen, once I go on the island, they'll say, professional podcaster. That's my dream, guys. That's my dream. Let's make it happen. All right. Now that we're done with my story, let's talk about the show a little bit more. Sound sound good? Sounds good to me. I realize upon my 10 plus years of watching that, there's a lot of stereotypes in this show like that characters say the same thing over and over again. The players do. The contestants, the castaways. Yes, uh, I've noticed. You, you, you have yes, any? I've noticed that as well. You, uh, you have any, anything you want to share? Sure, sure. Just off the top of my head, uh, let me think. Uh, do you think you're some type of godfather or something? Oh, yes. This stereotype. <laughs> People who feel like they're on the bottom of the lines use this when they're talking to the camera. I know for a fact that in uh, season 37, David versus Goliath, a member of the David tribe named, uh, what was her name? Uh, Gabby, uh, I believe. Uh, yeah. Saying this about the David leader and Carl. And she said those exact same words. Do you think you're some type of godfather or something? She said that to the camera wow. in a really... Uh, angry way and it, it, later in that episode they pull off one of the biggest blindsides ever seen wow and do you think it's used well let's just break down the line for a second do you think you're some type of godfather godfather what what is what a godfather is, godfather well i I, I've been thinking a lot about this uh, ever since season 37. I've been thinking about that line. And I think it might be an example of illusion. Illusion. Godfather. What is it? Godfather? Is it it's it's, not a, a famous not, movie? No. Well, you could interpret it that way. I, I was thinking, is it referring to the title given to, to the uh, parents, to the type of parent uh, parents will pick a godfather for their child a godfather or godmother no i i don't think it's like that i think it's more of a 
a fatherly presence, an alpha male, like uh, an alpha male from the east, eastern hemisphere, like we talked about in last yes, episode. Yes, yes. I think it's some type of alpha male that wants all the power and control. Uh, and they're, so you, you say they're laying back, of... they're laying back in their hammock, and they want people to come to them with their ideas on who they're gonna vote out or anything in that realm. Similar to, as you as you stated, a the the character, the character, the archetypal Godfather, as as shown in the the film, the film, the Godfather. Uh, Did in... you ever watch the Godfather? I personally have it, but. I heard it's one of the it's greatest the films. Film of, one of the greatest films of all time. Which one? Godfather one, Godfather two, or Godfather three? Godfather three. No doubt. <laughs> yeah. Okay. What? All right. Uh, uh, next. Um, next stereotypical quote. I know I shouldn't be saying this right now, but I feel like I'm in a really good spot. Oh, yes, yes. Uh, I hear this basically every season. Yep, let me, I'm looking at the list of seasons now. Uh, yep, yeah, I, uh, I hear it every season. It's usually when the leader of the you alliance... You were just looking over the seasons just to check that you... Yeah, it gave me... You a, heard it every season? gave me or? some reference, yeah. It, it's usually people who feel like they're in a power spot, and... They're showing off their uh, what's Pietas. Yes, so we sat the same exact time. They're showing yes. off their power, their duty to the control power. control the chess pieces in the game of Survivor. To uh, show that they they have some type of uh, uh, authority over over the game. Some they are in a good a good spot, yeah. so to say. And many times when people say this they get voted out right after it's like survivors saying to them it, ah, you never know when something's going to happen in this game that it just turns the whole game can turn on its back uh, it's a, it's almost when you hear that line I know I shouldn't be saying this right now but I feel like I'm in a good, really good spot it's almost like a type of foreshadowing would you say foreshadowing uh. That yeah, something bad's gonna yeah, happen. Something to bad's them. gonna happen. Either in that episode or maybe the, the next. Yeah. Yeah. What Dude, does a really good go spot on. mean to you? What does that mean? A good spot. A good spot. Well, when I think of a good spot, I well, I'm not sure if you're aware of the film. 101 Dalmatians. Nope, never mm-hmm. heard of it. Nope. Well, they they it's it revolves around a type of uh canine a type of canine that that is uh familiar to us can can canis familiaris the the domestic dog uh where the dog has a certain feature uh that is characteristic to the dalmatian and um when i think of good spot i sort of think of the spots of the dalmatian i mean uh, guys, if on your own time, if you if you guys want to look into this, Dalmatians, they're covered in spots, guys. Let me look at that. Let me look at Dalmatians. Look it up. Look it up. And I think when they say Ooh. a really good spot, I think they mean like an, a well-shaped, uh, resembling a perfect circle almost of a spot. On a Dalmatian? Yes. 
Huh. And I, they think that they are in, they, they are in a really good spot. Almost uh, a reference to their a microcosm of society. They think they're microscopic and they're on top of this really good spot. What do you think? Yeah, that's some really great analysis there. I never thought of it like that. Well, is there some way you thought about it that, that I'm missing here? I just thought of a like a really good spot as someone who's in a good position to control the rest of the game. They have their chess pieces in order. They have their rooks, they have their knights, their bush, their bishops. Queen, They're already they have push a queen, ahead. The, the king, the pawns. Well, they have the pawns. No, no. I don't think they have the king. They are the king in their mind. Ooh. Ooh. Wow. All right. I wow. think that's some good analysis. You want to move on to the next one? Sure. Another line that stood out to me. Uh, um, let me think. Uh, you're either with me or against me. Russell Hands. Oh, yes. Yes. Uh, from season 19 to season 20, season 22. Three-time player yes. in a four-year span. Yep. Four-year span. Yeah. Uh, Russell was a very uh, – he liked to have power and control. He made to the final three in season 19 and season 20. And this is something he would say. And I feel like the older generational type of player would say. But the new school players don't. Yes. The new school players no longer say this, I feel like. Because yes. when they say this, their threat level goes high. And all of them wants their threat level to go they back think, down. They think by saying this, they think he's some type of godfather or something. Yeah, I feel like he wants that power in the game because in his mind, when he has power, he can control his people around him and move further in the game. But the only problem in Survivor, the only problem is when you get to that final three, the people who vote out vote for you. Have to vote for one of you three. And yes. his jury management, just not a good part of the game. It just... so, something that that stood out to me about the uh, character of Russell Hans, uh, yeah, in Survivor. Uh -huh. um, he he sort of had a uh, he was an element, I'd say, an element of chaos. An element of chaos. He wanted to bring go into the game and huh. bring bring chaos around him. Hmm. Bring chaos, like uh, for I example, think he liked uh, that. For example, he. Burned people's socks. He oh burned yes, people's and, socks. And yes, and also, well, that was Samoa in Heroes vs. Villains. Yes. He yes. Uh, hid some tools so people couldn't, so his trimates couldn't use them, and he wanted to create that chaotic uh, atmosphere. And through the chaos, he he sought a path to bring it together, and and move forward in the game. Yep move forward in the game i think you hit hit, hit right on the nail Thank i don't you. think there's anything else to say i i think he's a one type of player ever like there's never going to be a player like him ever again That's for sure. guys if you don't if you don't know him guys learn it learn him learn him i think he also has his own podcast his own youtube channel no we're not we're not plugging that no. Uh, no. Right. 
Okay. I was just no, saying something. We, I was just saying something. Other, Schmo. No, we don't plug other podcasts. This is <laughs> sorry. I mean, we're trying to get our listeners up here. We don't need people going to other people's podcasts. All right. All right. Whatever. We'll, we'll cut that out. All right. Uh, the next, uh, the next stereotypical quote. Um, it's like finding a needle in a haystack. Oh yes. You hear this every season. Yeah, so well, are you familiar with this? Uh, the past 20 seasons, you've heard it. I mean, this is when ever. If you guys know Survivor, you can't not be familiar with this. Well, th- this is a new school quote, that's for sure. Back in the old days, they never had these hidden new meaning idols. Which brings me to the point. People say this line, finding a needle in the haystack, when a, contest- when a contestant is looking for a hidden meaning idol to play on themselves so they stay safe for that travel council yes yes and 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 when when they say finding a needle in a haystack when i when i heard this uh throughout the seasons of listening to survivor it, it really got me thinking what does it mean to find a needle in a haystack so i took it upon myself and i i did it i did it i went and i got a haystack wow how long did that take you and i looked for one and i locked myself in the room i i went and looked for the needle in the haystack um and i'm gonna be honest with you guys i I was in there for about six or seven days (gasps) that's how i felt that it was looking looking for the needle and i i mean did you ever find it well the it's a it's an interesting story about how i found it actually if you you give me a moment (laughs) i'll give you a moment um and i was i was tired i was tired and i was famished i was thirsty and and so i was i was you were parched yes yes i was fatigued and parched and i was i was like well I looked up, I looked up at the ceiling and I'm like, uh, well, I don't know if I'm ever going to find this. And I'm locked in this room. And I said, nobody bother me. And so I just <laughs> lied down, lied down in the haystack. And, uh, well, there was a very, very, well, no, it was a very strong piercing on, on my, uh, on my bottom right oblique. And, uh, well, I, I, uh, after that point, I was uh, aware that I might have found the needle in the haystack. I might have found it, and so I, I stood Did up. You? I stood up in exultation, and I was like, "Wow, <laughs> I found it!" That's my co-host. <laughs> it's uh, hey, that's me. I, I found it. Yeah. Whether by chance or not, I found it. I found it and I got out of there and it was a good day. It was a good day. A good day. Well, good long I, six I knew, days. It's good I six knew, days. Uh, yes, yes. It was it took some time, but I, I found it. And um and I I mean, this is what you have to do, guys, to really understand when people say a certain line, a certain line, you guys Finding have a to, needle in the haystack. You have to experience it yourself. You, guys, you really can't understand it unless you 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 go through it yourself and 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 take it 
take the challenge on and well and i think these it. uh castaways or contestants in the game of survivor they experience that themselves i mean i mean you can't say the saying unless you you know what it means right yeah they're looking for a small piece of a hidden that's probably as big as our i don't know uh as big as our phones right yes yes and they look for it forever all day all night nothing else to do and i'm sure when they find it they're really happy (laughs) well something stood out to me uh about the hidden immunity idol is there something that happens something that happens when after as you were saying when somebody finds this hidden immunity idol there's a particular uh sequence of events that happens uh in which in which they find it and something happens a surprise a surprise sometimes not not always a good surprise sometimes somebody in their tribe sees that they found it and they have to do some control they're like yo you want to share this bro other contestants like I don't know. I might just tell the tribe that you found a hidden immunity idol. That might get the target off my back. I mean, that's... that's the situation that occurs. You have to be very discreet when you're finding a hidden immunity idol. Or you have to find it with someone you really trust. But in the game survivor, you can't trust anybody. You can't trust anyone. You can only trust yourself. Well, hmm. We can go into more analysis on that later in the podcast. We'll we'll save it. Yeah. Uh, but for now, let's let's go on to our next segment. And this next part of the podcast, we are going to go through all forty seasons of Survivor. 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 We're going to go through each one, and I'm going to ask you, Shmel, if you liked it, didn't like it, or you never watched it. And then I'll add my input. All right, all right. Let's do it. Let's, let's, let's give it a shot. Let's give it a shot. I'll be honest right. with you guys. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna lie. If I if I if I didn't watch it or if I didn't like it, I'm gonna be honest with you guys. We are real. Get that through your guys' heads. We're gonna get real with you all. All right. Let's begin. We'll start with season one, Survivor, Borneo. Borneo. You liked it, didn't like it, or never watched it? Uh, no, I liked that one. I liked it. Oh, expand uh, on that. Um, well, Richard, uh, the winner yes, of the season winner. one. Yes, the winner of season one. Uh, on August 23rd. Um, um, Survivor, right. to um, he won. Oh yes, yes. A particular thing I enjoyed about the season one uh, Survivor Berneo um, was that uh, he won by a four-three vote, a four-three vote over. Oh uh, really? Kelly, yes, Kelly Wigglesworth. Yes, that was the famous vote where uh, Sue Hawk said she's gonna vote on the snake. Eating the mouse uh, or something yeah, like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> and she said that Richard ate Kelly Wigglesworth. 
<laughs> yeah. yeah, but yeah. I'm gonna that tell was a you big moment. But oh, I'm oh. gonna tell you my thoughts on it. Okay, give, give me your thoughts. Now that it's 2021 and it was first aired in 2000, I'm not a fan of Borneo anymore. Hmm. I just find it very boring and not Irrelevant. interesting. Yeah, see, relevant. It, it's such a Survivor has evolved into uh, such a different game now. It's really hard to watch Borneo. I know. Uh, something, something I uh, I found particularly interesting about season one was um, the name Survivor Borneo. What is Borneo? Borneo. Oh, well, it's a location, of course. I. What is Borneo? Where. where is Borneo? Let me look it up. It's an island in Asia. Where in Asia? Southeast Asia. It's a giant rugged island in Southeast Asia's Malay Archipelago, shared by the Malaysian states of Sabah and Sarawak, Indonesian Kalimantan, and a tiny nation of Brunei. It's known for its beaches and ancient biodiverse rainforest, home to wildlife, including orangutans and cloud leopards. Go on. One second. I kind of X'd out of the uh, Wikipedia uh, page we were looking at. I was, well, I guess that sort of breaks the immersion there. I was, I was putting myself in Borneo uh, there. Um, and Saba, you, you couldn't continue. I, uh, I'm continuing right now. All right, is that fine with you? No, you know what? Forget it. Let's just move on. All right, all right let's move on. But what, what's your final thoughts on Borneo? You liked it? You know what? I, I'm going to give it a. Uh, a I man. A man. Yeah, I'm going to say leaning towards. I liked it just uh, because it's season one. Season one. Yeah. Such a it's... such an iconic episode. Iconic season. I agree with you on that. I just, for today's viewers, it's really hard to watch. No doubt. And I would say that for the next five seasons, uh, oh, Australian uh, Outback, Survivor Africa, Survivor Marquesas, oh. Survivor Thailand, Survivor Amazon, I, I find them all really boring. Okay. I guess I guess we shouldn't really cover them then. I mean, we're not yeah. trying to, you know, you don't want to give a boring episode, right? <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean, the only thing to go over is that season four is marks the beginnings of Boston Rob. Whoa. Boston Rob. Ah, wow. Uh, a most overrated player. <laughs> yeah, I, I agree with you. He's really done nothing. I mean... <laughs> There's nothing else to say yeah, there. I, I, well, uh, let's move on. Let's move on. <laughs> okay. Uh, Pearl seven. Islands. Seven, seven. That's that's a season. Sandra wins. That's Sandra's first and win. The queen. Yep, queen's queen of survivor. That's her first win. What's okay. what's your thoughts on that? Do you think do you think she deserves all the recognition that she has gone? Um. No, no, not at all. And I, I, in fact, 
I think mm. it's uh, it, it in fact cheapens the show. It cheapens the show. Uh, you think she's not a good player? I didn't say that. I didn't say that. Mm. I just think that maybe when they say a king and a queen, a king and a queen of Survivor, maybe they should reconsider. Reconsider maybe oh. a monarchy. A monarchy isn't the best thing for Survivor. I mean, if it's a microcosm of society, maybe they should reconsider the political model. Hmm. Yeah. Uh, what I'm going to say is I think she's a tiny bit overrated. Uh, in the first game of Pearl, right. Pearl, Pearl Islands, English. I believe she was... <laughs> English. I'm sorry. We all know that I do this sometimes. I have a lot of saliva in my mouth right now. But to the first I. game in Pearl Islands... She got carried. She got carried by Johnny Fairboy. Let's be honest. She's not that good of a player. And season 20, she wins again. And she did nothing. She was carried by Russell Hans. Season 34 in Survivor Game Changer Game Changers. She gets voted out before the merge. And same thing at Winners at War. She so called Queen of Survivor. Yes. She got played by Denise, another winner from Survivor season twenty-five, Philippines. So you, you want to take a moment to to talk about that blind side right there, the blind side that that went on between Denise and Sandra, the Queen. Well, Sandra's like, I'll, I want your fire tokens, and I'll give you this hidden immunity idol. Right? That's how it went. I, I think she suggested to bequeath, uh, bequeath the fire tokens from Denise, right? Yes, yes. And they traded for a Hinamuy idol, and Denise used that Hinamuy idol to put it on Jeremy, and she used it for herself, and the votes went to Sandra. Wow, it was an epic blindside where the queen just got blindsided. And... You could say it was a checkmate. A checkmate. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you could say that. Do I think it was that good of a blindside? Uh, it was a, I think it's we'll a little leave that, We'll leave that to the listener to, to think for themselves. Well, well let's move on. Yeah, let, let's move on. Survivor uh, All-Stars. Amber wins, but was carried by Boston Rob. Boston Rob was a bully that season. Yes. Uh, yes, and, and it was the, uh, I believe the location was Pearl Islands in, in Panama. Um, and this was actually a historic moment for Survivor uh, because it was the first installment to bring back former castaways, former castaways. Oh, yes. It was yes, called so, Survivor All-Stars after all. Yes, yes. and Another... I, another- Fun fact that it has the most episodes of any season with 17. The next season, the next season, season nine, was it? Survivor of Vanuatu. All right, let me ask you, Shmel. Did you like it? Did you not like it? Or did you not watch it? Loved it. Loved it. Expand on that. Well, the, the winner of the season, as all real survivor players would know chris darty 
Survivor fans, you mean? No, real Survivor, yes, yes. Survivor watchers, people who actually know the show would know season nine for Chris Darty. Uh, mm, yeah, arguably the, I, I'd say probably the greatest Survivor. Period. Mm-hmm. Greatest Survivor, mm-hmm. yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, he yeah. was on the bottom at the very beginning of the game, and he was able to manage that manage the people around him to get on his side he was an underdog and he won he won and that was with a time where there was no hint of Mew idols or anything like that he won with his his fists and his his wit mind his, his, mind, wit and yes. his mind his mind and his play as well his play and he took that and he he went and won the survivor prize survivor prize and i think that's what makes him particularly unique as a player and i i what i'm really disappointed with uh jeff in particular jeff probst is that, that they, they never have, brought him back they never brought him back uh, i guess they don't like him or something i i don't know if there's some controversy there i i i've been survivor reading river the i've river been Bill. I've been I've been reading the forums. I haven't seen anything about Chris Darty. It's almost like they're removing him. <laughs> I know like it's pathetic. Uh, I mean, if you guys want to leave some comments about him, I mean, we're not going to remove him. That's for sure. I would die to see him play Back. Survivor again. I would literally die. <laughs> All right, you want to move on to right. season ten? Palau. Season ten. Palau. Did you watch it? Palau. Palau. Did you watch it? Wow. Who has it? Who has it? A 6-1 vote <laughs> over Katie Gallagher. Yes. Tom yeah, Westman. He just Tom Westman, yes. <laughs> May 5th. Dominated the game. He 15th. controlled the game from beginning to end. It was a great game by Tom Westman. And you could see it clearly by the vote at the end of the game. It or, I mean, I, <laughs> I, I think, well, uh, I think I guess that's that's good for now. Uh all right. Next season. Um... All right. Now we're on to season 11, Survivor Guatemala. And let me tell you, Danny Boatwright played a very witty game. Okay. I, I thought, I well, when I was watching the show, I, I think, I I think Outlast was really the portion that, that she excelled at. Excel that at last, at last. Well, I think she was also able to outwit her competitors, like competitors okay. like Judd, right? Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so yeah, Guatemala, Panama, season twelve, season twelve. Uh, ah, yes, with a Rask Vasco Cowboys. Uh. Yes. He won, yes, season 12. <laughs> you mean ours? <laughs> I feel like you didn't watch it. Um, he Be honest. Won. Be real. He uh, won with a 5-2 <laughs> vote uh, for Danielle DiLorenzo. Yes, I'm recalling. Oh, yes. I'm recalling now. <laughs> I... uh, you have to tell the truth. You have to. Don't lie to these viewers. If you're not going to tell the truth, I will. 
Guys, I, I'm going to be honest with you. I, I don't remember this season, guys. I don't, I don't think I watched it. I'm sorry. It's all right. This is embarrassing. I, I'm, this is, you know, I don't know why you had to do that, Shades, you know, to really bring this up, but this is embarrassing, guys. I didn't see season 12. Well, it's embarrassing for me that my co-host doesn't know what he's talking about. All right. Let's pick it up. Let's pick it up. Let's pick it up. Well, I'll, I'll tell the audience about Panama. They start off the season with four different tribes. And then they're separated into female, younger female, younger females, older females, older males, and younger males. Guess who dominated the game from the start? The younger uh, males. Hmm. So they were able to win the challenges. So the game goes on. I'll play. The final four, I believe, is Suri, Terry, Oris, and Danielle. And Oris wins. Suri's first game, and it was a good one. Nothing else to go over there. Okay, All right, let's move season, on. Season 13, Cook Islands. Let's move on. Overrated season. Just some famous players like Barry, Ozzy, you, Becky, Becky Lee. Yep, Becky Lee. <laughs> Mr. Yes. Uh, never heard yes. of her. Uh, well, <laughs> uh, particular, um, I mean, real Survivor fans know, uh, but uh, it's besides oh, yeah, the point. Do that. Seasons location Cook Islands, New Zealand. Ooh. New Zealand. Uh, Yule, what do you think of Yule? Do you think he was it? Was think, it a good win? Was it a? I think it was a great win. He dominated the game like with his wits. He didn't need immunity challenges. Okay, it's better than Ozzy's game. Ozzy just won every immunity challenge, and that's how he stayed alive. Let me remind you of the score: five four zero, <sighs> five four yeah. zero. That was a. Uh... It was, that was close. a close one. That was a close I would, one. I would. The fact that you're belittling Ozzy's game right now is a little disappointing. A little disappointing to say the well, least. He but, didn't uh, do anything. He just won challenges. It's uh, it's a part of the game. Outplay. It's uh, you know. Yeah, it's but part of the you game. outwitted and outlasted so much. What are you doing? What's it look like? I'm drinking water. It doesn't look like anything. This is an all audio <laughs> podcast. I think you know what I meant, but let's continue. Survivor right, Season fine, 14, fine, Fiji. Another very underrated winner that Jeff Probst just has decided not to bring on an Earl. Earl dominated Earl. this game from start to finish, yeah. and Jeff Probst just doesn't want him back. Do we I know why? I don't know why, but Jeff is... I, I it mean, really angers me. <laughs> I hate to speculate here, but... Uh, you know, I, I think there might have been an argument there between Jeff and Earl. I, I you know, speculate. I think it's it's speculation. I think it's but I'm going to be honest with you guys. Uh, you know, I I don't I don't know what happened there, but I, he one of the greatest plays of all time, probably Just second uh, behind and, Chris Daugherty. Yes, of course. Uh, and um, I think you know he won with a unanimous vote. Nine zero zero of Cassandra and Dreams heard. I think that was the first unanimous vote ever. I believe so, and and I think um something that really stood out to me 
was the location Fiji Fiji mm-hmm. uh, yeah. it's it's a it's a location that that survivor fans are for later seasons are very, very well familiar of. very familiar with they're and not going anywhere else survivor fans and survivor players would call home for years to come all right let's move on survivor season 15 china probably one of the greatest seasons of all time to be honest we're not gonna go through why you have to watch it yourself survivor season 16 micronesia fans versus favorites they brung players back for the second time in the show's history and i have to say it's much better than the first time they did just much more entertaining all right uh season 17 bob crowley bob crowley That guy, wow. probably one of the worst winners of all time. He did absolutely nothing but just <laughs> win challenges. And Absolute tank. He was. You gotta be. Yeah, he was a here. tank. I mean, absolute tank. Just built stuff. Insane. He was actually the oldest player. <laughs> the oldest player to ever claim the one million dollar check. Care. All right, season eighteen. <laughs> season eighteen. Tokens. Yes, yes, Tocantins. JT uh, the, won against Stephen Fishback. JT Thomas, right? JT Thomas? Yeah. He also played Survivor Game Changers later. But Tocantins, he dominated and, that well, game. And Heroes vs. Villains. I mean, that in that game. Oh, yes. He made oh, yeah. one of the dumbest moves in Survivor history by giving an idol to Russell. <laughs> that's uh i mean if there's one one player you're not going to give your idol to who is it who is it russell hits let's move on season 19 survivor samoa or we should name it survivor russell hits show yep <laughs> yeah that's Larry what was that's what it was he uh controlled the, the game from the beginning he uh I controlled it all the way to the end but the jury did not respect his game and he lost he lost. Uh, uh, did it have something white. to do with uh, something to do with his actions, standing in the rain or burning people's socks? Do you think it had anything to do with that? Yes. All right. Next season. <laughs> season twenty. Survivor Heroes vs. Villains. Arguably one of the greatest seasons of all time. Another All Star season. Where there are heroes. Well, this is not an all-star season. This is heroes or villains. It's an all-star season because they're bringing great players back. This was heroes versus villains, not all-stars. Yeah, but right, they whatever, bring whatever. back competitors I, like Boston Rob, Russell Hans. I'm rubber, you're glue. Whatever you say sticks back to you. Oh, God. Bring out the cringe fam here. Well, this this season was just great, and not sure if you guys are aware of, uh, but there's a streaming platform called uh, Netflix. No, uh, no, Netflix. No, no. Not giving any shout outs. No, do uh, not well, go to Netflix. Well, you can do watch not the season go on to Netflix. You can watch the season on Netflix. You cannot watch the season on Netflix. Do not go to Netflix. Thank you. Keep listening to the podcast. Thank you very much. Goodbye. Well, it's a great season. All righty. Where Six, Sandra wins yes, her second yes, yes. title by being carried. Again. 
again. Yep, you're right. Survivor season 21, Nicaragua. One could say she at this point was the president of, of Survivor. Being carried. Uh, well, I was going to say the president of Survivor having two wins. The president of Survivor. The queen. The president. And <sighs> all right, I don't like your attitude. I don't know. <laughs> I'm going to be honest with you. Uh, you know, my co-host here, Shades. I, I'm. I'm going to be honest. I don't like your attitude today. Survivor season twenty-one, Nicaragua. Your thoughts? Ignore Did me. You watch it. Ignore me. I like I, it. Just trying to be uh, real. The fans here, but uh, anyways. Um, oh yes, season twenty-one. Season twenty-one. I'll just. Oh yeah, I'll cut it that way. Okay, season twenty-one. Yes, with Judd <laughs> Fabio Berza. Yes, <laughs> Fabio. Yes. Wait, uh, maybe Phil wait. Cly. Oh, what? <laughs> Whoa! We just figured it out. That's who out. Fabio was. If you guys haven't watched episode one, but <laughs> this oh, is Fabio. What? what? And Reed. Whoa! Fabio was known to be like kind of an idiot. Wow. He is now an American model. So, so but Fabio Lanzoni was not the Fabio that was monotonously. Referred to and by Phil Clay. This might have been it because he was an idiot. Fabio in this season so by his castmates were an idiot. Was a fan of season 21? Of Survivor Nicaragua. <laughs> wow. We just cracked the code. Guys, this is why you have to watch every episode, guys. If you haven't watched the last episode, go back, watch it in its entirety. And go come back, back now. Come back. Do it. We'll give you we'll give you a moment we'll give you a moment to to go back and watch the last episode all right season 21 nicaragua uh probably one of the worst seasons of all time all right season 22 season probably 22. one of the worst seasons of all time redemption island boston rogers dominates the game with a bunch of dumb players survivor season 23 south pacific another bad season survivor season 24 another bad season so as you can see, seasons twenty-one through seasons twenty-four were all bad. I mean, I, I mean, I, I hate to disagree with you here, but it might have been one of my favorite seasons. Why? Uh, I mean, I'm not gonna. I, I'm not here to justify uh, my uh, my thoughts here, but I, I mean, season season twenty twenty-one through. Through twenty five, I, I mean, I think I think Survivor really bloomed into what it is today, what it is now. Well, as a game, I think they were season, vital. I think season twenty five was the star of that. Survivor Philippines, where Denise Stapley right. won, it was a great season. They placed an immunity idol in every tribe at the beginning of the game. They started off with three wow. tribes of six. And I know somebody from that season indirectly, but I know I do. Oh, okay. I do. Okay. Don't say it. He he advanced pretty far in the game. Don't say who it is. He advanced pretty far in the game. Don't say who it is. Season 26. I thought 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 Philippines was a very good season. Solid. Good. So we say we like that one. We liked season. We, we like. We yes. liked it. One yes, of the few yes, seasons yes. we've 
really liked so far. Yeah. Survivor season 26. Didn't like it. That was bad. Probably, uh, I mean, probably John worst in Survivor yeah. history. Uh, worst who, uh, player. Who cares about Cochran? They didn't play that good of a game. Just I mean, I, I don't know how he them. possibly won with an 8-0-0 vote over Dylan Mee and then Sherry uh, well, Beathman. Yeah, look uh, at the people he played against namely, Dawn and Sherry. I mean, namely, uh, namely, let's just go back to the three, the three, the motto of the show: outwit, outlast, outplay. Did he do any of these? Do you think he... outwit? I think he outwitted, but that was very easy because the people he was up against were idiots. He outplayed because he did win a couple of challenges, but at this point in time, immunity challenges weren't about strength or anything. They're this was the stretch when Survivor individual immunity challenges started yes, to become yes. a little to shine. Yeah, ridiculous. Oh, yes. <laughs> and, but he did outlast, so you have to give him that. That's my thoughts. All right. Uh, well, season 27. Oh, they. this was the season where they brought on family members on the show. Wow. So. Wow. I guess wow. you could trust one person at least, <laughs> because yeah, yeah, yeah. I guess that that gave a whole new layer to the game. It it, it really it, it gave a a layer of a familiarity with with it. you sort of have an alliance, a bit of an alliance already. In yeah, the game, and, at the beginning of the game, and I think this and, uh, really it all became pairs. Pairs yes, of two. Yes, pairs. Like if you get one person, then you'll get their family member too. So like two plus two equals four, and another pair is six. And there you go. You got your alliance of six. Wow. Well, the winner, Tyson Apostol. Apostol. Uh, great winner. He deserved it. He played winner, two uh, other times before that. Uh, fan. Some would say a fan favorite. favorite. A fan favorite. Uh, to us, we would say, "All right, yeah, I, all right." I would say probably. I thought I thought he was a really good winner. I would say he's probably uh, number seventeen on the list of my favorites. All right, we'll we'll go through that in part two, but we'll save it. All right, season twenty-eight. Tony all right, we're, we're not we're not going to go through the season at all. If you don't know the season, then stop watching. Stop watching. We don't want to even watch it on Netflix or something. Oh, you have to watch right. it right now. I mean, it's a great we'll season. Give, we'll give you a moment to come back. All right. Season right. 29. San Juan del Sur. Another family season. So this is basically Blood vs. Water, but I like Blood vs. Water better. Sorry, Mercy. 30, 30. Worlds Apart. The 30. Mike, Mike Holloway. Is the winner white collar versus blue Cute. collar versus no collar? Yeah, the winner wins like seven straight immunity challenges. He didn't really deserve to be there, but he went on immunity runs, so that was fun. Season 31, Jeremy Collins. Uh, I really like this season, it was all about strategy. It's a big strategic season, and survivors got a second chance to play the game. Another tough, tough vote, tough vote as well. What do you mean? Wasn't uh, no, it was like a, it was a t- like a close vote, right? At the end of the game, 
No, I think it was unanimous. Jeremy dominated uh, the game from beginning to end. Oh. All right. Uh, season 32. Uh, oh, wrong. K.O. wrong. wrong. It's the same way I was on. Brain versus Braun versus Beauty. And I thought Michelle was a good winner in this. People may disagree. People may think that's Aubrey, Aubrey that Bracco, but... We support debate, guys. If you have any thoughts on this, leave it in the comments, guys. You know, leave it in the reviews. People, we need people to see that this podcast is about interacting, interacting with our audience. So just leave some, leave some reviews, leave uh, five stars. Um, How about 10 stars? If, if there's a 10 stars option, leave that, guys. Come yep. on. Let's let's move on. Let's move on. But what's your thoughts on this season particular season? Three, Adam Klein. All right. Well, um, well. Also a tough tough vote there. Um, these next eight seasons are all filmed in Fiji. And hey, that's I, I said it from the beginning, guys. This is Fiji's our home. Fiji's our home, guys. I don't want it to be my home. I want them to continue switching. Uh, I don't you're get saying it's not... a lack of creativity on the part of Jeff Probst, is what you're saying. Mm, yeah, guess I am. Are you perhaps bitter about about uh, your your failing in auditions, the final auditions? Are you uh, perhaps bitter about that in your decision making? I told you we weren't bringing this up again, but I'm not bitter at all. Maybe that they should be more creative. I don't get why it's all in one spot. Sounds a little bitter uh, to me, uh, but you season, sound bitter. See, You're the one who sounds bitter. Bitter. Very mature. Very mature. Season thirty-four game changers. We've already talked about it. It's kind of bad. It's not good all star season. Survivor heroes versus healers versus hustlers. I stopped watching after the first two episodes and. I'm, I'm happy that I did. I wish I did. I'm happy that I did. Season 36, Wendell no Holland. Silent. Wendell Clover. Holland. It wasn't a good season. Players weren't uh, good at the game. Not at all. There was a theme of reversing the curses of former castaways' mistakes. Oh, wow. So dramatic, Jeff. Great job. <sighs> Just go on to the next one. Season 37. It hates me to say this, but I love that season. Just Guys, so many great players. Twists and turns. It's just a very interactive season, guys. I feel like I was on a roller coaster. I was like, <gasps> yeah, wow. yeah. Going that was sad. Down, that around. was emotional. But, but, I'm just going to give a comment to our listeners here about Nick Wilson. Um, about the particularly, namely his the color of his shirt. Yeah, the color he, of his shirt. Wore poor a white shirt. choice. Poor was choice. Um, was he like 10, 10 years frankly, old wearing a white shirt? Frankly, it's disgusting. The shirt uh, color. You can say uh, that he, again. He goes in with a white shirt. Um, he comes back with a filthy uh, sand uh, color, greenish brownish beige. Well, let, um, let's be honest, Mel. Let's be honest. I don't think he gets to choose his wardrobe. What? I think the Survivor producers pick the wardrobe for each player. Really? Yeah. 
All right. Uh, well, don't ask I, me why. In, in that, in that, in that way, I, I mean, I'll just give a, I'll just give a message right to the producers because I'm, uh, you know, I'm just going to give them a tip: do not use white shirts. I second that. It's a horrible choice. Shirt shouldn't be turning yellow by episode day it's ten. Disgusting. It's disgusting. Season thirty-eight. Let's let's move on. Edge of extinction. All right. Uh, one oh, word. To, one man. word to describe the season. Go. Rigged. rigged. Cringe. Right from, cringe. Rigged right from the start. Yeah. The, I, do you even want to go into it? Uh, Man, let's I, just think, say I think we have to. I, I think we have to. Chris a little bit. is not the winner. He should this. be the winner. He Gavin was Lori Bowden. He was Lori Bowden out. He was Lori the third person voted out. The winner of season 38. We are, yeah. we are going to say that as a position of the podcast. Uh, Don't get me wrong. I, I think Gad Wilson's a horrible player, but he got there to that. At, he got there at the end. He deserved to win. He was not horrible. He uh, excelled in the final rounds. And I would say he. He outlasted. Uh, he outlasted. He outlasted. He stayed he there for the whole outplayed. game. He outplayed, in fact, uh, in some of his. Uh, rewards and uh he you know uh, he deserves to win if he just learned he how to, to make that? a fire that's he all got to then some Whoa. tips for gavin learn how to make a fire next season no no Schmel. 39 he wasn't he wasn't the one who made the fire frick devins made the fire oh so <laughs> did you, you didn't watch it <laughs> uh uh, season thirty nine. We referred to the winner of of this game prior, uh, Tommy uh, Sheehan. I think Tommy you already Sheehan. know our thoughts on this season. By the way, we referred to him. They have idols, Boston Robin, Sandra, and we could really care less about them. Honestly, guys, skip this well, season. Skip it. Skip it. Everyone listening, skip this season. Don't watch it. Save time. My grandfather always says that time is too important to waste. So please don't watch this season and watch something else that's well worth your time. Season 40. All right. Uh, Most recent season. What do you think? I loved it. I thought it was great. Loved it? You thought it was... uh... I, I thought it could... Some things could have been better. I hated that they had the edge of extinction back in the game. But uh, fans wanted it; they got it back. I liked it. I liked seeing all the all st- all the winners return. Well, not all, but twenty of them. Yeah, some of them. Uh, it, uh, uh, well, um, what's your thoughts? What's my thoughts? Uh, I thought it was good. All right. Well, that's our forty season breakdown. And part two will break down more if you want, but guys, we, I I'm glad that happy, we did. I'll be happy to go over the the forty seasons again and go in more detail with you guys. If you guys want that for part two, just leave it in the comments. Yeah, I'm glad we did a quick quick rundown of each season, and you guys got the mood of what each season's about. So hopefully, hopefully, it, uh, you know, inspires you guys to do the same. Uh, to maybe sending videos of going through with your buddies each season what you guys think about it a little short summary uh your thoughts analysis annotation 
and come back to us. Yeah, exactly. All right, let's move on to the next segment. All right, so that was the four seasons that we uh, very uh, softly summarized is a good term, yeah, so right? Softly summarized and, and gave the 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 mood of each season like yes what, the mood how we felt about it what what are the takeaways what are the main takeaways that's that's sort of what we gave you yeah um, it, was a, it was a quick breakdown quick breakdown uh, but so, some of you guys might be asking after i know we went into into detail for each of the 40 seasons but some of you might be asking why didn't we go over many individual players and, and talk about their games well, we thought as a group. That's for you guys to do. That's 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 for, for you guys, guys to do. Watch, watch the show. Watch the show yourself, seasons, guys. Watch it yourself. And we've already watched pretty much. I'll say eighty percent of the seasons, right, Shmuel? Like I well, I think I watched every season. Every season, I've, I've seen. Oh every come season. on! You didn't watch Panama. We already discussed I, that. I would say I watched every season. Okay, well, and I challenge you guys to do the same. Once Over you guys, once you guys watch it, send us a tweet, and we might do a part two, and where we like break podcast, down where we, we break do down every two. season. We'll break down every season in a different episode. Do you think we could do that? I think so. All right. Well, let us know if you guys want a part two or get more in depth. Um, We'll talk about the game and our thoughts on the show as a whole. What we, we would guys, do we will if go we played every, the game. Every episode, guys. If you guys want it, we will go through every episode. Yeah. Our thoughts, pre and post tribal council, and, and really get into it. All right. Oh, we could start a different podcast. We could do a post post game show. Yes, yes, I I agree. Uh, you know, I I am a bit disappointed with Jeff's decisions about the. Uh, not having a season this year. Uh, well, I, I think but, I think one's going to be coming out in the fall. Well, we'll see. I mean, uh, I'm not going to say uh, I wouldn't be surprised if Jeff Jeff did not give us a season this year. But no, it's, it's I mean, all that's Jeff's be, fault. That's besides the point. Um, in the next episode of the podcast, uh, I got I, I'm going to tell him there uh, will uh, tell him tell him there will be a special guest. Yeah. There's we're not telling you who, there, but we're not going to say who. All right, guys. Do you, do you want right. them to give a, do you want to give a hint on what the next episode of the podcast is going to be about? I'll give you a glimpse. I'll give you a glimpse. There's going to be a discussion, a discussion. Next, wait, 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 Shmuel, Shmuel. Since this is like the Survivor podcast, let's, let's do, you know, out at the end, they say next time on Survivor. Oh, yes, yes, yes. We'll do. Next right. time on the podcast. The podcast. There will be a special guest. And uh, there might be a discussion of sorts, a round table, a round yep. table discussion. A round, ta- on, round table discussion. It might or might not have something to do with the NCAA, uh, yep. the organization. And whether they, whether should, be, they should be, be paid, paid, whether players should be paid or not. Paid. That's a, yeah. it's a hot debate, hot topics we got for the next podcast. And, and we'll also talk about if working out 24 hours a day is healthy for you or not. We'll get into it. 
yeah all right thanks guys thanks for listening leave comment suggestions we'll get Peace. into it next time ciao deuces